Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Libra Sun and Libra Rising, this audio horoscope is for you. This is your month ahead look at Scorpio season. Scorpio season begins on October 23rd, it ends on November 22nd, and this is the period of time when the sun is shining the light of Scorpio, bringing added emphasis and conscious awareness to these areas of life. Now the Scorpio areas of life are themes that I explore in depth in the expanded episode for Scorpio season from Embodied Astrology. And as I mentioned in the introduction, please listen to it. In that episode, I give you a kind of deep dive into Scorpio as an energy and a quality that we all contain, where Scorpio lives in your body, how it manifests through your awareness, through your relationships, through your emotions, etc. Now, Scorpio for you rules what's called the solar second house, and this is a really important place in the chart as it describes all that sustains you. What sustains you includes resources and money, of course, but there's a lot more to life that's going to sustain you and bring value to your life, and 
something about that is described here. So we have information about your values and your priorities, as well as your sense of self-worth and how you are receptive or not to what it is that you most deeply desire and need in order to sustain your essence, your identity, what it is that you are here to do and express in the world. Over the course of the next month, as I said, the sun will bringing, be bringing additional uh, emphasis and awareness to this part of your chart, and we'll have a couple of notable events that will be bringing a lot of energy into this domain as well. On October 27th, we have a new moon in Scorpio. The new moon is when our two great luminaries, the sun and the moon, come together and occupy the same space in the sky. This is a time when the intensity of a sign is emphasized and our subjective experience of that sign's qualities uh, is deepened. This is also a time that symbolizes the ending of one cycle and the beginning of a new cycle. The cycle that's ending is the cycle that began 12 months ago at last year's new moon in Scorpio. And the cycle that's beginning is the cycle that will extend for the next 12 months until 2020's new moon in Scorpio. So as one phase ends and one phase begins, consider what is it that you most value right now? What sustains you? in your current endeavors, in your work, in your passion, and really in your deepest sense of self and the ways that you are trying to define yourself. Most basically, we all need resources to survive. And these resources, of course, include food, shelter, uh, access to education, comfort, etc. And for the time being, living in a world that values the dollar bill, uh, money is a really big resource that all of us need. So consider what is your relationship to money? What uh, do you feel about it? What do you think about it? What are you working with in your relationship to money right now? This new moon is bringing a lot of change energy with it. And you may notice that your values and your priorities are shifting right now, or there may be shifting circumstances that are affecting your values, your priorities, or your resources. Again, this part of your chart has a lot to do with your self-worth and your ability to receive or to call in what it is that you want and need. And so as you set your intentions for this new moon and this upcoming 12-month cycle, consider these themes as well. On October 31st, Mercury will turn retrograde at 27 degrees of Scorpio, and it will retrograde all the way back to 11 Scorpio, where it turns direct on November 20th. This three-week span of time when Mercury is retrograde is a period of time when we have the symbol of Mercury, and in astrology, Mercury represents our minds, our cognitive processes, and communications in general traveling backward uh, through a very deep, emotional, intense experience as associated to the sign Scorpio. So when Mercury is retrograde this uh, October and November, this is a time when you may be reflecting very deeply on these themes of wealth, resource, values, and self-esteem. 
When Mercury is retrograde, it's not a time to initiate new beginnings or new projects. It is a great time to research, to refine, to renegotiate, and to reconsider. All the RE prefix words are especially advised during a Mercury retrograde. The days of and around Mercury station direct or retrograde tend to be the days when things get the weirdest and wonkiest. And so when you think about Mercury retrograde and all the things that people say about it, like communication breakdowns and technology failures and other kinds of mishaps, be especially aware that these kinds of events may occur um, close to uh, October 31st, so kind of between the 28th of October and the 2nd of November, this would be a period of time to be kind of extra careful, especially because this part of your chart does pertain to resources and money. Um, I would advise that you um, definitely be mindful about any big purchases that you're making. Um, there may be things that kind of go on with your exchanges or your expenses, so you want to kind of keep track of what you're spending. Um, when I've had Mercury retrograde in the second house, sometimes I've had weird charges come up on my credit card or something like that. So don't get worried about it, but do just try and keep your mind um, open and aware to what's going on around you. Try not to get fussed if things go wrong and give yourself and everybody else some leniency and some room for making mistakes. On November 1st, Venus will move into the sign Sagittarius where it will transit until November 26th. Sagittarius for you rules your solar third house. This is the place in the chart that pertains specifically to your mind and to your communications. The third house is very related to Mercury, by the way, if that sounds familiar. Venus brings a warm, generous, loving, beautiful influence wherever it travels, and this period of time is especially good for communications for you. Um, it might be a, a really lovely time to be a little bit more social, to have gatherings with friends, to reconnect with siblings. This is a time that you might really enjoy writing and reading, or it might be good for open-ended conversations and having big questions about things. Now, because this period of time uh, does fall within Mercury's retrograde, and I did just say this is a great period of time for communications, I do want to just add the caveat that you do want to be particularly mindful with your communications and notice what you're putting out there. Try not to put out rushed or thought thoughtless communications. Um, this is a great time to be expressing yourself beautifully, to be expressing yourself poetically, to be expressing yourself with friends. Um, this is not such a wonderful time to be putting out really important communications that a lot is hinging on, but it could be a good time to prepare those communications, to start to research them. Um, if you have the luxury to wait for a couple of weeks until Mercury turns direct, this is a really good time to start to prepare things to build them up. On November 11th, the Sun and Mercury will come together for what's called the inferior conjunction, and this is an important moment in Mercury's retrograde cycle. The symbolic um, meeting of Mercury and the Sun bring together Mercury, a symbol again of the mind, with the Sun, a symbol of greater conscious awareness. During this day and the days uh, immediately before and after, 
you probably want to keep a notebook around or just um, kind of pique your awareness a little bit because there may be some important memories that surface or you might have ideas pop up that are important later as you consider Mercury retrogrades um, kind of greater influence and the span of time. Now the next day on November 12th, we'll have a full moon in Taurus. Taurus is Scorpio's opposite sign and the full moon always illuminates the polarity between signs and between whatever houses they happen to fall in. Taurus for you rules what's called the solar eighth house. This is the part of your chart that has to do with other people's money and resources where you come into exchange and entanglement around values or self-esteem or actual sharing of resources with other people in this place in the chart we find a lot about your kind of deeper insecurities your vulnerabilities your intimacies and as i said before your entanglements so this full moon might for you illuminate some deeper themes that are present within your own relationship to worth, to wealth, and to value, and how you want to be engaging with others around these themes. There's a lot of emphasis for you right now to release or free yourself from insecurities and uh, entanglements, and some of this might kind of assist you in becoming more transparent or letting go of attachments, particularly if they are rooted in dependency or insecurity. This full moon comes with a fair amount of support with it. There's a lot of support for you to anchor in a sense of steadiness. There may be support from family or at home. Um, in a larger way, as I said, the sense of steadiness or inner stability can help you free yourself from entanglements that are no longer useful or that are unhealthy. On November 18th, Mars will enter Scorpio and will transit the sign until January 3rd. Wherever Mars is, it's bringing additional energy, excitement, passion, and drive. Mars is one of the planetary rulers of Scorpio, so it functions really well in this sign. This period of time is great for you for making money, for pursuing your values, um, and definitely for working on these themes of self-esteem and self-worth. Now, Mars can also bring a conflictual or abrasive tendency with it. It's a planet that can help us to separate and also to confront as Mars transits your second house, notice if there are any uh, arguments or more violent tendencies that come up for you, again, around self-esteem, values or value systems, resources, uh, wealth, and issues of sustenance in general. Um, because Mars begins its transit of your second house and of Scorpio during Mercury's retrograde, this is definitely a time to, again, just stay mindful of your impulses. And especially because Mars is entering Scorpio just a few days before Mercury turns direct, which will be on the 20th, keep in mind once again that 
pretty much from the 18th till the 22nd, we're in a window of time when things can definitely go haywire and get weird. So really watch yourself with tendencies to spend, to overspend, um, to get into arguments about money, um, or to kind of enter into spaces where you're not necessarily feeling balanced or centered in regards to your self-esteem uh, or your resources. On November 22nd, the sun will enter the sign Sagittarius and Sagittarius season will begin. I'll be back with you then with your month ahead horoscopes. If you'd like to learn more about this upcoming month's astrology, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month. And in trade for your subscription, you'll have access to my extended monthly forecasts. These forecasts include an audio recording and a downloadable PDF calendar. And you'll get information about all of the major planetary aspects and lunar cycles that occur throughout the month, as well as suggestions for how to work with them. I hope that this horoscope is interesting and has been helpful for you. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond.